Good morning or afternoon or perhaps even evening. Uh, we're not quite sure when you're listening to podcasts, but today we're going to introduce you to a new podcast. We're not quite sure of the name yet. We're going to call it the Church Emergency Podcast, simply because my name is Terry Beringer, and I own and operate an organization called Church Emergency Consulting. Church Emergency Consulting is a wonderful organization that can partner with your organization or business or church or nonprofit or anything you have. We'll even come and sit down at your kitchen table and talk. The goal of Church Emergency Consulting is to help people protect their property, whether that be a church, a business, or like I said, even private property. I'll be happy to contact you or you can contact me. We'll start this right off at the beginning of the podcast. My email is terry at churchemergency.com. Church Emergency is obviously also my website. I got to give kudos to a wonderful woman who is uh, my webmaster, who actually is also my wife. So be nice to her when you talk to her. Uh, for that fa- sake of the story, we're going to talk about what we're going to be doing on Church Emergency Podcast. Well, obviously, we're going to talk about emergency situations in churches, but you're going to be amazed how that incorporates also into your daily life. We're going to be talking about things like situational awareness. We're going to talk about starting a church security team at your church. We're going to talk about starting up a medical team at your church. Matter of fact, one of the biggest things we're going to talk about as far as religious organizations, or I guess we shouldn't be using the word church any longer, they're houses of worship, which I always thought was a corny term. But anyways, that aside, in the houses of worship, we need to develop a set of teams. I know some states you're not permitted to call a church security team a security team without proper licensures. In that situation, we'll be calling that the church safety team. Now, I'm a firm believer in having three distinct groups of server servants in churches, and that would be the security team or the safety team. They would deal with anything involving, obviously, security, making rounds, doing pastoral protection, um, guarding the offering, those kind of things. The fun stuff that a church security team, and I'm using air quotes on that, would be using and dealing with. The, uh, the other aspect of that would be a church medical team. The church medical team would deal with emergency response situations, everything from the seriousness of somebody having a cardiac arrest to the simple things like, um, I don't know, Get in contact with your nursery team. They'll tell you a whole bunch of stories of of how they ended up having to deal with bumps and bruises. My absolute favorite call still has to be boy versus wall. Wall wins every time, guaranteed. So those are the things that your church medical team or your house of worship medical team would be dealing with. Um, The aspect of the third part of that would be the parking team. The parking team is a huge, huge concept that needs to be dealt with with many, many churches. Uh, Just to give you a quick example, a church that I worked with uh, for many years, they had a heck of a problem. They only had two entrances, one main entrance and a a back entrance. And during the uh, release time, uh, from the time of the lead speaking pastor uh, would say, uh, amen, have a good day, to the time that people would make it out to the main road, which was one street away, uh, 
uh, was on average 35 to 37 minutes. And people were getting irritated uh, for that wait. Obviously, uh, they were not getting the prime table at uh, Bob Evans, and that was honking them. So uh, we developed a parking team to just study the traffic flow and design a way to help that parking team alleviate that issue uh, at the highest peak moment that was 35 to 37 minutes we were able to achieve to reduce that to a peak of 17 minutes and that means they got the good table uh, at uh, Bob Evans afterwards and people were a lot happier uh, at the peak of the time that the I guess we'll call it the pre-COVID days. Uh, there was approximately about seven, five to 7,000 people being brought in through the five campuses. The main campus alone would bring in just under 5,000 people. So we got to be pretty effective getting those people in and out with the parking team. Like I said, the parking team is important. The safety team, a security team is also very important. But obviously, the most commonly used is going to be the medical team. Uh, the medical team, uh, if you notice any time in a church where someone says, oh, there's an emergency, more than likely it's not an assault uh, or a theft of any type. It's a injury of some type. For the most part, most church and uh, house of worship security and medical teams deal with uh, things together, which is always good because you want to have them on radio. You want to have the security team and the medical team on the same channel because you never know when you're going to need someone there from the security team on a medical call. Uh, obviously, for simple direction of traffic, footpath, foot traffic, uh, you want to make sure that foot traffic is controlled. And people also are able to maintain a, 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 an environment of privacy during time of treatment by the medical team. So that's one thing you always want the medical team and security team to be on that same channel uh, and be responding at the same time. Parking team, is also nice to have them be aware, especially if you're going to call the ambulance in. Uh, they can clear the parking lots for the ambulance and fire trucks or whatever emergency response vehicles are coming in. For that very reason, I want to use a word that's not used much in a conservative group, and that's the term holistic. Uh, when you think of the word holistic, you think of somebody grinding up uh, roots and applying salve uh, that was made by those roots or giving you uh, an essential oil. Whoops, oh, shouldn't, shouldn't rip on the essential oils. I'll get... Uh, I'll get nuked by the wonderful women, women who deal with those. But uh, those are the things you think about when you think about holistic uh, treatments and holistic uh, therapy. I want to use that word as a more <laughs> holistic way of saying it. And that means I want the security team and the medical team to work as partners. I want the parking team to be aware of what's going on, to also work as partners with these guys. Um, the important thing about that is having the teams work holistically and not actually just having one safety team. Now, why not just have one safety team? Many, many houses of worship have that. And uh, the simple fact that if you have somebody who wants to work the safety aspect or the security aspect, many times that person is not a healthcare professional. That means that uh, the last thing that person who's working security wants to deal with is that little kid in the nursery throwing up or that you know, little old lady who is having trouble breathing. That's not their turf. That's not their forte. Uh, what that means is the people who are working on the medical team are oftentimes retired nurses or active nurses, either way, paramedics, uh, EMTs, and some firefighters. 
Uh, but in the same sense, they don't want to be dealing with who's watching the offering or who's watching the door. Uh, they don't want to be dealing with the, those uh, situational awareness issues up front as important as the security team would. Uh, so that's where I want to say have your medical team separate from your security team simply because the medical team deals with things the security team does not want to and vice versa. The security team is dealing with a lot of things that they don't want to deal with from the medical aspect. Um, the medical team and security team, they work great as partners, not necessarily as the same team. Uh, so we're going to talk about developing a medical team, a security team, a parking team. Uh, matter of fact, we're going to use an acronym that, that was given to me years ago when I ran the security team, the parking team, and the medical team. If you uh, put that into a, a, an acronym, is Security, parking, and medical is a very simple concept. SPAM, S-P-A-M, security, parking, and medical. That's the team development that I would love to talk to you guys about in the future. Uh, it works best. Uh, only problem is, by the way, if you do call it SPAM, the A has to be a little A. You cannot use capital S, capital P, capital A, capital M, or Hormel will be in contact with you for a cease and desist order for using their trademark. So don't go with a big SPAM. It's a capital S, capital P, little a, and capital M for your teams. That being said, we're going to talk about uh, the security team as well. We're going to drill down on some uh, situational awareness, uh, use of force policies, uh, other things like that for the security team concept. Um, one of the big things, I've gone into multiple different uh, churches and houses of worship and said to them, do you have a security team? And uh, they'll say, yes, Joe over there. Uh, he's an ex-Marine. He's our security. I said, okay. So I'll walk over to Joe, and uh, I'll say, hey, Joe. I said, my name's Terry. I said, I'm curious. What would happen if someone was to, um, I don't know, start a start questioning the pastor while he's speaking? And Joe indubitably, uh, once again, those big words are coming out. Wow. Uh, Joe indubitably reaches down, pats his waist, and says, I got a Colt 45 to take care of that. And I'm like, Joe, you can't shoot somebody for speaking up. There's a concept that granddaddy taught me years ago, and I really, really, really want to make sure all the security team members and security team leaders understand this. If all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. You can't be working with just one tool in your tool belt, uh, and that being your Colt 45 uh, and, or whatever you're using uh, and you're carrying daily. That's the big issue we have. Uh, we have a bunch of people who are big machismo uh, guys walking around saying, I am security, while they're beating their chest. That's not security. Uh, that's not a security ministry. And that's the other aspect I want to talk about when we talk about these podcasts, more so in the future. Security is not a SWAT team. Security is not a commando position. Security is not a chief cook and bottle washer, I'm everything kind of guy. A security team member is a servant. They have to have that servant heart. If you have that servant heart, that's the person I want to work on the security team. Matter of fact, I've said it before, and I've insulted quite a few first responders and military uh, personnel by saying it, but I will stand by it. Your security team works best if it is somebody who is not post-military or post-law enforcement. Uh, that is a whole different perspective. Law enforcement goes out there to arrest people. Military go out there to kill people. You don't want either of those people working on your security team. Now, if they have that history and they have that servant heart, great. If you can combine those two, God bless you. You got the perfect match. 
there's a concept that God calls the uh, chosen and he chooses the, the called. Uh, that is very true. Very rarely do you actually have the two of them together, though. So that's why we as security team directors and security team members and church leadership as well, I uh, should really be talking to those people as well. Why don't we make it sound like they're those people? Uh, but church leadership sometimes are a little bit, well, how shall we say, um, offended by having security at their church. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I uh, have worked with a gentleman by the name of Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman, uh, an amazing believer as well as an amazing uh, protector. And uh, he has helped coin the term sheepdog. And uh, the sheepdog, as far as the security team goes at the church, is a very simple concept. There are sheep, there are wolves, and there are sheepdogs. Really, those three people are the only people that are out there. The sheep wander around aimlessly. Well, that's an insult. Okay, I'm going to stick with it, though. The sheep wander around aimlessly. The only way they, a sheep can hurt another sheep is actually by accident. Uh, and those occur. That's why you have the medical team. Go around being sheep and not worrying about anything. And uh, then you have the wolves. The wolves come in periodically. Wolves are basically psychopaths. Wolves are out there to hurt sheep, whether it be financially, emotionally, or physically. The sheepdog is there to protect the sheep from the wolves. Now, the interesting thing is that uh, wolves have a tendency to be able to be noted by their fangs and their, their growling and their demeanor. Uh, and for that very reason... Oftentimes, the sheep don't like the sheepdog because the sheepdog kind of reminds them a little bit about and a little bit like wolves. They also have the fangs. They have the weapons. They also have that distinctive personality. They're always out sniffing the perimeter. They're always checking doors and see if they're locked. Well, a lot of times, the sheep don't like that because it reminds them of the, of the wolves. But the interesting thing is when the wolf does knock on the door, the first thing the, sheep's, the sheep do is hide behind the sheepdog. And that's what the sheepdog is there for. I'm telling that story simply that, uh, that Lieutenant, Lieutenant David, uh, Lieutenant Colonel, I'm telling you that story that uh, Lieutenant Colonel Dave uh, told me was uh, is so true. And for that very reason, you're going to also find that oftentimes people who are sheep don't like the sheepdog. So if you're working on your church security team, Expect to be getting a little bit of a, oh, why are you here, kind of personnel. Uh, and that's okay. You're not there to serve them. You're there, you're there to serve uh, your, your leadership at the church as well, and more so your, your religious uh, leader, whether that be Jesus Christ uh, as your Savior or uh, whomever that would be in your house of worship. So I think I've given it a pretty quick rundown of what we're looking at as far as the church emergency uh, podcast. Yes, we're going to be dealing with churches, thus the term church emergency podcast, but we're also going to be dealing with a lot of other things, especially situational awareness. Uh, where do you sit in a restaurant when you go to, uh, well, we'll use the Bob Evans. Where do you sit? The gunfighter seat? The gunfighter seat is the, the, the seat in the corner with his back against the wall so he could survey everything. Named, obviously, uh, after the Old West gunfighters. That was the the seat in the room that they wanted to sit in because they could see everybody. They could see who's coming in, who's going out, and who's approaching them from any angle. Um, we'll talk about situational awareness. Uh, I have a wonderful Titanic situational awareness uh, concept that I will share on a future podcast. I will also share some stories that I dealt with working in churches and uh, organizations 
Uh, I'm not only the former security parking and medical director of a large of the largest, one of the largest congregations in southwestern Pennsylvania. I also work as a um, director of security for a large private Christian school. So I've got lots of stories from there as well. I love to use stories as examples. Uh, when someone asks me why I use stories to teach, I simply tell them, if you look at the number one best-selling book in the world, uh, that would be the Bible. The Bible was taught by telling stories. If good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for Terry. So with that being said, I'm going to sign off now and uh, give you guys a little bit of a shortened break because this one is just the introduction.